Now, it's Thursday Finance with Stephen Pritchard, Certified Accountant, Stockbroker and Financial Planner. Thursday Finance for today, Stephen. And uh, we're thinking ahead a couple of months. Um, only nine weeks, Jane. We're <laughs> going to talk about um, funding your Christmas um, extravaganza today well, and, hey. and how not to go into debt. Let's start off with currencies and commodities. How are they travelling? I hear the um, US market's taken a bit of a tumble over. Oh, so is the Australian market this morning. Oh. Lots of red everywhere. We've caught the cold, have we? We've caught the cold, maybe. Um, the gold price, the gold price was up um, 1.2% or $20.77 to $1,749.75 an ounce. So you haven't caught the cold if you've got some gold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, lifted a bit late, and the copper price was, uh, well, actually, there's some research floating around says gold's going to go to $10,000 an ounce. Now, whether you believe that or not, I don't know, but there are people saying that. Um, copper, the copper price was $8,740 a tonne, which was down $3.50 a tonne. And the Brent crude oil price was $107.24 a barrel, which is down $5.83 Australian a barrel for the week. Oh, so we're feeling happy about that at we're the moment. We're feeling happy, but yeah, mm. it hasn't flowed through to the unleaded petrol price. Mm. Um, the, the currency, we're, we're down against the currencies around the world. Um, Australian dollar against US dollar, we're 70.64 cents. Against the Great British Pound, we're 54.83 pence mm -hmm. and against the euro we're 61.98 euro cents so it's a bit more expensive to go around the world mm. yes mm. oh well i suppose that's inflation and you're all feeling a bit a bit bit poorer with you know the property prices there was an article in the week, paper this week that sydney house prices are falling at a thousand dollars a week mm. and uh, Wee, that's $1, a, $1, a week i thought well it, it, yeah it does, it's not going to take long to to drop a fair bit of $1,000 a week there. Um, and the All Ordinaries Index was down 123 points for this week. So it's down to 5,926. So it's back below 6,000, which it hasn't been there for um, oh, months. a couple of months. Yeah. And it's down another 120 points when I looked this morning. So, uh, yeah, so the S&P 500 was also down 112 points, which is down to 2,656. The UK FTSE was down only 64 points to 6,962. Um, so lots of red ink in the equity markets. In our favourite stock, or Lakel's favourite stocks, um, BHP was down a dollar thirteen on the week to thirty-two dollars and seven cents. Uh, CBA is continuing to go down as the lowest it's been slinging back for months here, sixty-six dollars and eighty-six, which is down another thirty-six cents. Um, I closed yesterday, and I'm sure it's down this morning. Um, NIB was down ten cents to five dollars thirty-four, and Telstra, surprisingly, was only down two cents to three dollars and fourteen. Still over three dollars for Telstra. Still over three dollars. We've yeah. still got to Christmas. Yeah. How about <coughs> and uh, Newcastle petrol, petrol prices? Uh, the unleaded price in Newcastle is a dollar fifty-four point seven cents a litre, and in Sydney's a dollar sixty-one point seven. So uh, there's 10 cents a litre, but it's, it's fortunately it's favourable this time. <laughs> and the Newcastle diesel price is $1.64 a litre and Sydney is $1.62 a litre. Stephen Pritchard, time for our market update with Henry Jennings from the Marcus Today Financial Newsletter. Over to you, Stephen. Hi, uh, Henry. 
Stephen. How are you? Good. There's lots of buying opportunities emerging, is there? <laughs> this is the uh, the Coles supermarket market. This is down, down, prices are down. Yes. Yes. Except it's not the so. prices we want to go down. Well, you can argue that um, this is a good thing for long-term investors and that they can buy their favourite stocks for cheaper than they can yesterday and who can resist a bargain every year? David Jones and, and Maya does very well out of selling stuff at knockdown prices, so maybe the stock market's no different. Well, Myers of some famous person said Myers have got the stuff that nobody wants to buy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'd say that's very true. Very true. That has been a, a train wreck of a, um, of a company. Yes. And talking about transport, cab charge. Cab charge decided to change their name to some, some, some super um, trendy new name by the name of A to B Australia Limited. Yeah, that's bound to change things around, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah. Well, that's. Uh, it'll cost a, a lot of money. Be. I know that. Well, it'll cost a lot of money. You can imagine all the signs and all the yep. cabs and all the business cards and the, just all the collateral that I have to change and everything. It's. Uh, and they and some boffins come up with A to B. Really? That's mm-hmm. the best they could come up with. Well, <laughs> it took me a while to realise what it's actually saying. It was when I read it out I realised what it said, but I thought, well, you know, this is yeah. going to cost $2 million. We'd be better off sending some dividends out. Yeah, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, coal miner, the coal miner... Corando Global Resources. Corando. Corando, good. Is still pushing ahead, even though it only raised $774 million out of the $1.5 billion that won it. Uh, not only have they pushed ahead, but they've just they've listed and they pushed down through the floor. Oh, have they? Um, yeah, yeah, they listed and they, um, they raised money at 4 bucks. They're currently three forty-seven and heading lower. Ah, good. So, not a time so to buy this, yet. So, no, definitely not time to buy. This is uh, a Met Coal asset. Um, based on uh, a lot of the assets that uh, were bought out of West Farmers, the Carrar, uh mining, uh, coal mining operation, um, which private equity bought and has now tried to flog back on the market. Not very successfully, I have to say. People are a little suspicious about buying stuff from private equity. And you've got to remember that you know, our market is just getting smacked at the moment and all these resource stocks are somewhat on the nose, especially um, ones that private equity are trying to sell. So, um, yeah. Not um, not one that I would be looking at. I have to say. Mm, did they try to mark up much from what they West they bought it off West Farmers? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stephen, you know that you know the drill. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, buy, yeah. You buy something yeah. for a billion dollars and you try and flog it to some poor unsuspecting punters at two billion dollars <laughs> or three billion dollars. Yeah. That's the way it goes. That's the way private equity makes money. And the punters are starting to wake up, though. I think. Uh, I think they are. Yeah, mm. just a bit, and you know. Not surprising me, really. And Wally Parsons made a takeover of it. This is this is big. This um, it's it's quite strange because well, not strange, but um, there's a number of Aussie companies that are kind of making serious company changing uh, takeovers, and this is one of them. Wally Parsons is buying uh, the uh, one of the businesses from Jacobs Engineering, which is a U.S. listed company, uh, much like Borrell did, I guess, with the Headwaters acquisition, and uh, it's raising just a heap of money. Uh, quite a lot of money, actually, um, and it's a $4.6 billion um, acquisition. So it's, this is not small for a company that uh, currently has a market cap of around four. Mm-hmm. 
So um, they put away the institutional offer. Uh, they raised $1.8 billion uh, at $15.56, uh, which was the offer price. Uh, they put away that. They're supported as well by a group out of um, Dubai, I think they're based, although they're a Beirut engineering company called the Dar Group, mm-hmm. um, which has quite a big um, big shareholding. Uh, the stock price has fallen 5% today, having fallen again uh, when it first came back on yesterday. Um, but certainly, you know, they're below 15 bucks. So those people lucky enough to take the stock at 15.65 are doing really well so far. But um, I guess we have had a meltdown on Wall Street and a meltdown in our market in between. But um, it, this is a this is a company defining acquisition. Good or bad? Yeah, they probably need to buy a few more and average their costs down. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's going to be interesting to see how many retail punters are going to be taking up the uh, the, the, oh, the once in a lifetime opportunity for the entitlement issue at fifteen sixty five. The stock's fifteen bucks. Oh, they'll get some. They always get some. They always get some numbers. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bellamy shares has fallen on a profit uh, a profit update, which was a downgrade. Yeah, we had some news out of Bellamy's yesterday. Of course, they're the guys that provide the uh, organic milk into China or formula infant formula powder, etc. Um, they've been on a rocky road to nowhere uh, for some time, and that continues. They're having some issues getting regulatory approvals, which they need to do. That seems to be taking forever and a day. And they've also got packaging issues coming in. And there does seem to be a drop-off in demand for the wonderful white gold, or the white powder anyway, that uh, these companies have been selling into China. And hardly surprising. I mean, it's been very lucrative. Everyone's made a, a mozza um, out of it. But inevitably, it does attract the um, the interest of these big multinationals. We've got Nestle that's now offering a um, an A2 infant formula um, to uh, to push against uh, the A2 milk companies' uh, uh, infant formula they have as well. So, um, you know, Bellamy is only really big. They're a marketing company. That's mm-hmm. the, now A2 milk and Bellamy. They're, they're marketing companies. They have to build their brand. Um, they source their um, product from many different parts and it's organic but it doesn't take that many years for other people to get organic and then suddenly you've got competition Mm. and China is flowing so it's not been easy for them I have Mm. to say and it doesn't seem to be showing any signs of of abating at the moment anyway. And Paula Dwyer seems to be in the firing line second time in a a couple of weeks. Yeah poor old old Paula Um, she is the, uh, the chairperson at HealthScope uh, which is opening the big new hospital on the northern beaches, which is pretty close to uh, to where I live. Um, and they had a bid lobbed at them by a company, a private equity company called BGH, a little while ago, and they told them to uh, to get stuffed, and, and we're not interested in engaging with you. Um, and now we've got the AGM next Wednesday, um, when the shareholders are a little bit peeved that uh, maybe they're not back that bid. Luckily, I guess. Um, BGH have come back with exactly the same bid again. So um, she has some good news to, to obviously tell some shareholders. The question, I guess, for the board is whether they engage with BGH this time or whether they give them the same response as last time. Uh, there does seem to be a lot more um, shareholder um, sort of um, action in the background. There's one big shareholder, Elliston Capital, which is siding with BGH and wants them to engage and have due diligence. Um, so this looks more likely that the board will engage this time round. If not, Paula and her fellow directors, Paula Dwyer and her fellow directors, will probably get a bit of a shellacking when it comes to uh, the remuneration vote uh, at next Wednesday's AGM. Of course, these have been quite 
So um, I guess it's good news for HealthScope shareholders um, as long as uh, they engage with uh, PGH and this deal proceeds. Otherwise, they'll drop back again. Yes, and PGH <coughs> is a private equity firm. It is. Yes. And it so is. down at uh, Whitehaven Coal Mines, uh, the proxy advisors are upset about the remuneration report down there. Yeah, everybody seems to be uh, up in arms at the moment about uh, remuneration reports. We've had, you know, AMP, we've had Telstra, um, we've had uh, Tabcorp. You know, there's, there seems to be lots of shareholder pushback against these very high um, remunerations. So, you know, Whitehaven, you would think the shareholders will be pretty happy uh, with Whitehaven, mm-hmm. given that it's been a, a sort of a star performer. So, um, yeah, although it's come off the top a little bit, but, um, you know, you think that they would be pretty happy with this one, but certainly activism is on the rise and there is this kind of fairness question and whether company boards have actually performed or whether they are just overpaid and mm. um, and don't deserve the pay rises they've got. Yeah, I must say, I was surprised with Whitehaven's people. And, yeah, I was uh, as well, because they, they, they've, they've actually, done well. They've done well. Well, considering that, you know, that at one stage they were 34 cents looking down and out in Beverly Hills, yeah. and now they're, um, you know, $5 mm-hmm. uh, and something, just over 5 bucks. You know, that's, that's not a bad run for shareholders in the last two or three years, that's for sure. Mm. And down at Woolworths, they're still deciding what to do on their fuel business, which they're <laughs> supposed to make a decision by the end of October, I think. Yeah, it's coming up quick, isn't it? Christmas is nine weeks away as well. Yep. Um, Woolies has actually performed, uh, I guess Woolies and uh, West Farmers have performed relatively well in this kind of carnage that we've got at the moment. We're now down 133 points, Stephen, as we speak. Um, we've dropped from 63.50 to 5,700. We've just cracked through 5,700. Um, but Woolies and West Farmers, I guess they're a little bit defensive. Uh, in some respects, um, staples, etc., and they have held up relatively well. But having said that, they did sort of crater from 31 bucks to uh, to 28 bucks um, before the market sort of has had the last little conniption. So, um, so yeah, it's, I still feel that there's more downside to come in these two. But um, yeah, and so Domino's has uh, dropped their new fast food plan. Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw they're going to have some other plan where they're going to increase the number of stores. Yeah. So existing franchisees are going to have less area to sell into. Yeah, this is just weird, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I couldn't understand it. If, 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 if you've got a store and you've got a territory, then Domino's are basically saying, well, no, we're going to put another one close yep. to you as well because that's going to therefore double... Now, miraculously, it's going to double the amount of pizzas everyone's going to sell. Well, that's that's not right. It just cannibalises existing franchises. There's only a certain amount of appetite for a, pizza. a, a Domino's pizza. Um, and, you know, just by putting six Domino's in your local suburb doesn't mean to say that's going to increase sales by six times. It just means that one poor pizza place is just going to have its sales absolutely slashed and they're all going to suffer. So mm-hmm. um, Domino's is in the business of not actually of selling pizzas, let's face it. Domino's is in the business of selling franchisees, their businesses, and getting more and more franchisees to buy into the model and pay them up the, uh, the chain in terms of uh, the supplies and the marketing spend. So um, it's, I still struggle with Domino's. They, they want to I didn't say, well, maybe not win, but they came to an agreement this week with uh, the people that invented the uh, GPS tracking so you could keep an eye on where your pizza is. Um, they came to an agreement, which they haven't announced what it was, 
but um, yeah, I still struggle to get my head around this one. And they say that you know, if you've got more um, more pizza shops in in your area, then you're going to get your pizza quicker. Yeah, you are because it's going to. If you've got one right next door to you, you're going to get your pizza quicker. But that doesn't mean say more people are going to order pizza. Um, I just really struggle with this one. Well, of course, there's other pizza deliveries too now. There's there's where we are. Is that there's that. Um, crust one I think it's called yeah and you can always just phone up Uber Eats and you can get yep. any any pizza That's from right. any shop delivered as opposed to just having to stick with the Domino's offering so yeah so um, getting it there two minutes early is not going to make any difference well not really I've got to say I've got to say cold pizza always tastes better than hot pizza anyway yeah so <laughs> so, so so oil search is up revenue was up 81% on the PNG gas sales yeah um yeah, I mean, the, the, all these oil stocks have been doing pretty well, yep. so it's no exception. Um, you know, they've had some issues in PNG, obviously, with the earthquake, etc. Um, all these stocks very much under the hammer because the oil price has come off. We've all read about the uh, the nasty happenings that have happened in the uh, in the Saudi embassy yep. uh, with Mr. Khashoggi uh, having having um, been disappeared. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's. it's crazy world we live in, isn't it? Um, so um, the oil price, it looks like um, the Saudis are keen to ingratiate themselves with the US and try and stave off any more uh, international criticism and are sort of coming to the party in terms of playing ball with supply of oil, given that Iran is being taken out of the equation with the new sanctions. And So this has kind of whacked the oil price a little bit, and oil search fallen in a big heap as well on the back of that. It, it ran pretty hard, and it, it kind of collapsed. Uh, pretty hard, as has the whole market, really. I've got to say, Stephen, it's, mm -hmm. it's not looking too flash out It's there, not looking right? too flash, and there's only nine weeks to Christmas, Henry, and next week there'll only be eight. Well, that's right. The one thing you can say is that Christmas is coming, don't be a turkey. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to be a turkey at this time of the year, I'm you sure. You don't want to be a turkey at Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, and that's coming that's up That's even first. closer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, have All a happy right. one anyway. Okay, see you <laughs> next week. Thank Talk you, to you Henry, Henry Jennings. Uh, definitely time we looked at budgeting for the Christmas holidays. So not just Christmas itself, but the Christmas holidays as well. Well, most people refer to that as Christmas. I mean, I refer to Christmas includes New Year. Yes, it does. The it whole does. There's a whole big block there. The festive season, and this year, and this year, I think um, Christmas Eve falls on the Monday. Yes. So I can see a lot of people won't be going to work on the Monday. They'll be finishing it on Friday, I suspect, wherever possible. Which means there's there's a whole less week productivity happening. <laughs> so there's a, a whole, whole week. week There'll be a whole week there, okay. and then that must mean New Year's Day's on the Tuesday, the Wednesday. I can see people taking two weeks off. Yes, quite easily, eh? So you need a lot of money there. Right, and that's what we need to be thinking yeah, about. Yeah, so we need to think about that. Um, Christmas is one of the worst times of the year for people overspending, um, spending too much, um, impulse spending. Um, of course, the shops encourage that with all the pretty things in the shops and the, the credit card companies know they'll be writing out soon saying you don't have to make your January payment till February, but we'll still charge you the interest. Oh, <laughs> I'm, sure that, I'm sure that'll be happening. Yes. Um, so what you need to do, first of all, you need to do a bit of planning. Planning, Planning's where you get to. Um, 
you know, you need to plan where you want to get to, not just get there and wish we'd plan. Um, so first thing, you need to make a list of who you've got to buy presents for. So that's almost that's 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 almost top of the list. People think at Christmas, they think of presents. Um, second of all, you need to think about food you want to buy, um, and and third, what decorations. Um, is it being uh, the the David Jones has had their Christmas decorations out since September, I think. Don't so we reuse some of last year's decorations? Oh, we do. We always, we always, um, or we used to. We always used to buy a couple each year in the January sales for about half the price. But it's got to the stage now. There's so many. The Christmas tree can't take anymore. So, so, so. So you may not be need to buy any more Christmas decorations. No, I, I don't think we need more tree things for the tree. But we probably there'll probably be some lights or something that have to be bought. So anyhow, so so you need to you need to think about that. So, but some people spend a horrendous amount of money on decorations. I mean, you just look at the prices of them over there. There's, some of them are hundreds of dollars. There's train sets and all all sorts of. There are some magnificent. Magnificent, yeah, they're magnificent. That's right. Yeah. Um, so one of the things about doing these lists in advance, there's often there's often these sales, there's sales coming on, and you can pick up things. Um, a bit cheaper before Christmas comes along. So if you do the list you, and you've got nine weeks to go, you can start planning out how you spend your money in nine weeks. And if you see something in the shops that are on a on a, on a special or buyers as having a pre-Christmas sale or, or someone like that, you can go along and buy the stuff a bit cheaper. Um, now, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm saying to people, you know, if you go into the shop and, and they're offering afterpay... What's uh, afterpay? Well, afterpay lets you pay... Uh, well, let you um, take things away and pay for it over a period of time after you've after you've um, taken the goods. Yep. Now the merchant the merchant's paying after pay to allow you this facility. It's a bit like the old lay-by, except you get the goods now, right? So after pay's charging the merchant around four percent. So you know, I'd suggest that if you go into a shop and they're offering to use this after pay service, ask for a discount for cash. Okay. Uh, because if if they if they if they're paying this four percent and you don't ask for a discount for cash, the people on afterpay you're effectively subsidising them. So if you see an afterpay sign, ask for a discount for cash. It is a good strategy. And I think Har- Joey Harvey once said, "Anyone who doesn't ask for a discount for cash is a fool." <laughs> so you know, Always so uh, afterpay if they've got afterpay, they're prepared to pay afterpay four percent to let to do the sale. So you ask for the four percent and pay cash. Um, and one of the big things, and it's not just at Christmas, but there, there's some so there's numbers going around that I've seen a couple of times that the average Australian family throws out thirty percent of the food they buy. Oh really? Yeah, it's, it's it's been around for a while. So that's because they buy too much at first. Maybe, they buy or... too much. They buy stuff they don't really want. Um, and then, you know, there's lots of things. I mean, you open the fridge and there's, you know... Oodles of food. Yeah. So one of the things you need to... Which I'm sure at Christmas that's particularly worse. Um, make sure you don't overspend on food and make sure you are not caught in this buy three and get one for free. Yes. Yes, because yes, that often you're very tempted to do that. You're tempted to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. If it's if it's goods like 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 a tin of salmon or something that you know is going to last for a year, and you know you eat salmon, well, that's fine. You buy three and get one for free. You're probably in front. But if it's if it's if it's um, some cheddar cheese or something that mm. that that's going to run out in a month, mm. you know, all those 
perishable goods, you want to think carefully about these offers. Now, these offers are encouraging you to buy more and, and they're giving you this discount to get the shop sales up. Now, if you don't particularly want those things or they're not going to last the time that you can use them, you're better off buying the smaller quantity because what they'll do is end up in the back of the cupboard or end up in the back of the fridge and that's in the 30% of the waste that the average Australian family apparently flows away. And you go through every week and toss it in the bin. That's right. You know, we've all, we've all bought something, I'm sure, particularly the perishable goods. Where if you, if the tin stuff's not so bad, you've got plenty of time to use that. Mm. And at Christmas, there's all these... There's all these um, Christmas cakes and special food. Special food. That's how that you we, know it's Christmas, isn't that it? That we all like, and we all buy too much of them, sure. So that's I, I think there's big savings to be made there, um, and try and pay cash. Right. Um, don't get into the the trap of you know putting all this money on your credit card and and then you're paying it off for the for the rest of the year at twenty mm. um, plus percent interest in a lot of cases. So that's that's interesting because we, we're fast becoming a cashless society and just taking our cards and using those. Um, I suppose you can get around that a little by using a debit card. Yeah, well, you, you can still become this cashless society, um, but but um, you could use a debit card, which is your own money, instead mm. of your credit card. Yes, so it's not going to run. Now out. the other thing is I've noticed is is a particularly amongst the smaller retailers, is that because of this trend of going this cashless and the amount of fees that the banks are charging, there's more and more retailers who who will only accept cash or won't accept credit cards. Won't accept credit cards. Yeah, uh, particularly in the hospitality industry. Okay, so they're worried that they may not. Be well, you know, if you're selling you're selling selling a, a cup of coffee for um, $4 and someone's paying you with the debit card, so you're getting probably charged 20 cents to process the transaction. Mm-hmm. So that's 5% of your profits gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there, there's more and more retailers I've noticed will only take cash or want a, a, a limit on their value. And, of course, the easiest way to do a bit of planning for next year open a, a open a, a Christmas club at a special dedicated account at the Christmas club at your uh, building society or credit union or bank mm. and someone's kindly done some calculations and if you put the price of a cup of coffee a day in there uh, you'll have 1500 next year to pay for all your Christmas expenses. Oh, what do you think's a fair f- sum to allow for your Christmas expenses? Uh, no idea, but if you do your budget here <laughs> yeah. and then, then keep track of what idea. you're spending, <laughs> yeah. I-, I wouldn't be surprised if the average family ran up 1500 or more, depending on the prids. You know, <laughs> if you're going to have a decent Christmas, if you're going to have a traditional Christmas dinner, I reckon that's going to cost you uh, 300 probably. Yeah, could well do. Special foods, no uh, matter what you have, it's yeah. always nice to have And people want food. some wine and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that on top of it. So uh, a Christmas club account, and it doesn't have to be with other people, it can be just be for you. Just for you. Fantastic. So we've got planning for Christmas is sorted out. Thank you, Stephen Pritchard. Thanks, Jane. And you can catch this program on podcast Thursday Finance, 2NURFM.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.